Yo, what's good? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. New episode back. Yours truly, Avery Mason. I'm here with Phil Hunt. But I don't know, though. First episode of the year of our Lord, 20 and 23. Welcome. How was your New Year's? New Year's was good, man. Had a couple shows. You know, people were excited. People dressed up. You don't sound excited Champagne, about it. I mean... You know, you, you when you have, I've had 36 New Year's, so you know, I've had 36 of them, so it's not, you know, mind-blowing, it's not... You ain't dress up? It's not like, you know, when you first turn 21 and you in the club, mm. and the girls got on the club dresses, mm. shouts out to the girls in the club dresses, and mm, mm. that brave the cold and get that wind on them thighs... Yeah, with heels just to come out and tell just a to... tell a guy, no, I'm not dancing with you. <laughs> Is that what they tell you? They got dressed up and got on the dance floor that don't want to dance with me. Like, what is what does my looks have to do with dancing? It is interesting that the culture has changed so much. Of like, I don't ever remember asking a girl to dance. Like, you ever watched the movie The Wood? Mm-hmm. And how they're like, hey, Keisha, can I have this dance? I don't remember that. So how did you do it? Cause I was in the South. I was in the South Georgia. They had the percolator playing. So everybody so, was dancing. So girls just start backing it up on you. Next thing you know, you like, oh, oh, okay. I guess we doing that. You know what I mean? So I, I guess the documentary I would have to do is uh, it starts at back that ass up by yeah, juvenile. Yes. I agree. And then that's what nineteen ninety eight. So in nineteen ninety eight or so, I'm in. It might be no. Well, taking over for the nine nine in the two thousand. So it's not. But nine. a lot of times we forget that it's like, yeah, you yeah. said that for next year, right, right, right. <laughs> but the album came out ninety eight. So it would be, I guess, the dance floor and male female interactions from ninety eight on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. it's like, yeah, I never really have had that moment of like, can I have this dance? It's just a girl just start backing it up on me, or I saw a girl backing it up and moved that way. I think uh, I'm only I'm only remembering asking when like it's dress up stuff. When you gotta mm-hmm. dress up, those are the ones you gotta ask girls to like ask. The middle school dance, right? But it, when it's jeans and like hot pants and like you know what I'm saying, spandex tights, whatever jaggers, you know, you just kind of move up to it. But I do remember that year, juvenile back. The girls would just start like. Whoever was the nearest behind them, so you try to angle to make sure you could be behind the fat booty girl. So when it came on, you know, that beat came on, she just, you right there, just, ah, hold on to a wall. Because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't dance. I couldn't, like, I couldn't do with the twerking. I, I wasn't able to maintain my center of gravity. <laughs> so I always had to be on a wall just so you I could. one of them that fall over. Right. Well, I couldn't really dance good either. So the well, wall. tall. So the bigger they yeah, are, the harder they fall. It's harder for me to. Gotcha. Right. So I just held on to the wall. Like I got a low move. center of gravity yeah. like a running back over yeah, you here. Can hang so on to the I can handle a little bit of jiggulation. I could hang on to jiggulation. the wall. I, I didn't know what to do with it. So Is I'm that just... a word? Jiggulation? I could be. Jiggulation? It really is interesting because. <laughs> I was telling my boy the other day, I'm like, yo, remember when just the strippers twerked? Mm, yes, Lord. Leave it to the professionals. Now yes. you got at twerking teacher on Instagram. And you go, what grade does she teach? There's a, there's a girl I'm about on to TikTok. sign up for school. 
There's a white girl on TikTok, bro, and her name of her class is Naughty Girl Dance. It's like exercise. I had put up a post about it. And she's like, she's like, she's broken it down to a science to help the white people. There's like a counting method. Mm. Bop your knees and drop your... It was just like, this, this is not right. <laughs> there's, there's strippers from 10 years ago talking about, man, I was doing that in 96. Well, you know, where's my, where's my money? <laughs> I, we need to get back to that. Leave the shit to the professionals, I said. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah, that's why I said it's hard to tell now, you know. You, you know you can throw money at the strippers, but if you just out at brunch and the chick just starts twerking, it's like, can I throw these ones at her? That's a great question. <laughs> what are the rules? That's the thing. You enter the strip club. The stripper is twerking. The rules are defined. Yes. You can touch. You can't touch. Right. She may tell you in between time, in the meantime, of right. like, actually, seeing as you've thrown 41s, you can do what you feel like. Yeah, and you got to make sure you keep throwing money, otherwise the dancing stops. Right. But when we're in a restaurant during brunch, and, and back that ass comes up, do you pay, starts, it's like, do you well, pay for their lunch, the or do you, you buy them a drink? Like, what yeah. Is? Can it I gets, watch? It gets tricky. Am I supposed to act like I don't see you twerking? And then that's the thing, dude. Start recording, and then it's uh, like, well, shit. That's, uh, that's <laughs> Next thing you know. All the cops. The pastor's daughter has been fired from the congregation. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's tricky, man. Like I said, it was, mm. it was simpler times mm-hmm. where it was just strippers. And you went, oh, this is all <laughs> an advertisement of something. I liked it in simpler times. Not, not to make myself seem old, but like... When you only had the Polaroids, you know what I mean? It was, oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. no cell phones where you could record. Like, one of my dreams when I was in college was to go to Freaknik. I never got to go, but I always seen them videos that would come out like a month or two later. Yeah. You know, they would drop like a new pair of Jordans every Even year. like the, the Waffle House fights and stuff. I think we have too much cameras. I think so. That we're not supposed to see all of this stuff in real time. Yeah. You know, you can tag the location in the fight video. You saw the Waffle House I fight, did, right? I did, yeah. Everybody, I would think, has seen Google the last Waffle House fight. You got to be specific because there's so you many. Know, and the the one in which the white girl catches the chair with one hand. Oh, God. It was a nice catch. It was. Odell Beckham style. One hand <laughs> snaps right out the air. She didn't flinch. No. She didn't, regular, she didn't break eye contact nope. with her... Uh, Opponent. Nope. What's up? I caught it. Matrix style. Let's go. And that's the thing. I hope these people don't get fired. Because you go, you know, though, if you watch the video, those girls are clearly the antagonists there. Yeah, there are lots of yelling. And I think the white girl does lose it at some point and kind of throw something across the counter. And from there, the girls come behind the counter. But let me just put this warning out there for those of you listening. The chances of you beating a staff ha! are just low. <laughs> and I think you always got to remember when people are on the job and they lose it, you're the 18th person today to get upset because yeah. they don't have butter. Well, I'll say if you're trying to fight somebody, don't go fight somebody at the Waffle House. Them bitches can fight. You're going to have to go to like, I don't know, IHOP. You know, where they got mm-hmm. press-on nails, and you might have a better... There's an older woman at IHOP, too, so you might have a better chance. Not at the Waffle House. They fight I just every remember, day. I remember day. this clip of, you know, the Popeye's chicken sandwich oh madness. Oh, my God. And there was a guy who, he climbs through the drive-thru window. <laughs> Which, 
you go, and at some point, you see someone take a broom and, like, smack him away. Yeah. Of, like, get out of here, smack him. Mm-hmm. And then he climbs through the window. But it was one of them where he was already coming towards the window and through it. Mm-hmm. So he gets through the window, and you can just barely see the entire staff is just pounding on him. Next thing you know, they're sending him back through the window. Head and it's just first. like, my man, what you thought was going to happen there? Feet first or head first? Head first. Damn. They must have hated him. So then it's like, bro, what, what did you think was going to happen? Those people been in there all day working for barely enough barely money. Minimum wage. And everybody that comes through is, is rude and aggressive because this chicken sandwich is sold out. The chicken sandwich was all right. It wasn't that good. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was decent. solid. Decent. But, but, it, but it, yes, it was not worth your life. Yeah, now people, it's the weirdest thing what people have been fighting over lately. We used to fight for civil rights, you know, used to fight for equal pay for men and women and like voting rights. The people are now so fighting. So you're saying you feel like we have, things are pretty good now that we almost so. don't have anything worth the fighting sh- for. The strength of the fight has diminished. Like, the importance of fighting has diminished. People used to fight real shit. You just come up there and galvanize. You know, black solidarity day. We wouldn't support anybody who wasn't a black owner of a business. Right. You know, and nah, now it's yeah, like... You, you got a point that, like I said, I think things have gotten so good that down. now the things we fight over are trivial. It's trivial. Nobody cares. It's like a chicken sandwich, bro. No, but I, I'll go even further than that, Phil. You got to see some of these people on TikTok. Like, whenever someone has, like, a customer service complaint, they go on TikTok and they got all the videos and they got all the videos of them talking about how they were wronged and how yeah, all of that is make this a, go viral TikTok. We need to fight this. So like, an ass thing to me. Because you can't return a, a I, sweatshirt. I'm going to say this. How old am I? Well, I'm 36. I have never filed a customer complaint. Okay. Ever. You haven't? Never. And I've had some shit happen to me, too, that you go... I don't think that's what's about the right. Nah. But but you just mm-hmm. go, you know what? I'll just nah. go elsewhere. And that's the thing for me. It's just I'll just go elsewhere or or I won't deal with this particular person. I'll talk to Associate B Mm-mm. as opposed to Associate A. I don't like that shit. But yeah, I've never. So Mm-mm. like you're saying that we've created almost an economy based around complaints. Because people people are rewarded. So yes. these companies are so afraid of going viral for the wrong reasons right. that now they give you what it is you wanted and then some. And mm-hmm. then the people are like, look what I got because I did this. I complain. Now, just I complain every time. I used to yell and I used to get mad. And then I was like, you know what? These white people got it right. I want to talk to the manager. Let me get your name. And I started writing letters. I'll never forget one time I had Sprint. I forget what it was that happened with Sprint. But something went wrong. I ain't like it. I wrote a two-paragraph letter because they didn't have an email. That's how old I am, folks. I wrote a letter. I put it on a stamp, and I sent it in. Like I want to say two weeks later, I got a check with an apology letter and a free month of service. And my mom was like, how did you do that? I was like, I just wrote a letter. Well, that's why I was going to say... Not not that I haven't complained, but okay. if you just are firm, mm-hmm. usually the companies will oblige. Yeah. That's that's why I'm saying okay. when you see a motherfucker go behind the counter mm-hmm. and go towards the worker, it's like this has nothing to do with the service. Yeah. Not, not You're not mad because they don't have butter. 
I was at the Waffle House in Atlanta, uh, you know, last summer. There's a Dollar Tree across the thing. If it's that bad that you need butter, get up, walk across to the Dollar Tree. It's two bucks. Mm -hmm. Come back, put it on the counter for the next person that needs butter. Yeah. So when you see these people attacking employees, when you see a motherfucker go head first into a Popeye's drive through window, yeah. that's not about service. No, you, you, you got something You got a on fucking you. mental yeah. issue. I think my, one of my recent favorites is the girl who went over the, the, the counter at the Chase branch to get her check. Either she didn't have the money and her account was negative and she was telling them to give her a check back and they wouldn't do it. So she, she went over the counter, which is like... They can call the cops for that. She went over the counter, got her stuff, and walked out. I'm well, like, them banks, that's like fed crimes. So it's real stupid. Yeah, you know, she was know. cussing them out. She was doing it. Snatched her check and dipped. And I was like, yo. Real silly thing what, to do in a People bank. on the phone just, I'm like, she didn't care. But yeah. we, y'all got to stop doing it. I don't do I'm like, yo, y'all got to stop. There's another way to There's handle it. viral one of the girls in New York. I forget what the restaurant is, but... And they're all dressed like immaculately, like we were talking about earlier, club mm -hmm. dress, heels. Mm -hmm. And they're in like a chicken restaurant and the guy wouldn't give them like a extra hot sauce or something, syrup. And the girl just starts tearing the place up. And I mean, that's mad viral, but it was one of them where it's like, again, you're talking about. again, yeah. this has nothing to do with syrup. Yeah. You're nuts. Y'all spoiled. This generation spoiled. Even not even to rush my stuff, brother. Uber. I remember one guy was like, yo, I'm not taking any of these girls would not get out of his car. Yeah. So then they started filming him saying, Oh, he won't take us because he's racist or something. <laughs> and they just started they started hitting him. And luckily he had like one of them dash cameras that had the camera pointed back. Yeah. So he recorded the whole interaction because they tried to say he was he refused to take his places, but they, they made this whole scene like like, yo. Take your L and keep it pushing. All right, cool. You ain't cool. I'm 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 gonna write this letter to your manager. And I'll I'll be back later. Mm. Yeah. Can't we can't we gotta stop this? It was some kid in McDonald's who got shot. A worker who got shot because he he wouldn't give fries. Well, the woman said it yeah. was um. The woman said you know it was cold fries. Yeah. Then her son came back up there and shot the guy. Yeah, we talked about that but, briefly, but but yeah, it was one of them where. Like I said, that's that's a issue. That's a you problem. Mm. So what was this? Oh, the extra dipping sauce. So yeah, these girls restaurant at Lower East Side Restaurant, which I thought they would say the name. I thought they would say the name. Trash and Bell Fries on Ludlow Street. So that's L E S. So yeah, Lower East Side. <laughs> mm. ah, that's funny, but yeah, it's a mad super viral video. And like I said, you go. Did they really tear up a restaurant over well, a some dipping sauce? Because yeah, the like, guy said, you know, it's gotta, it's gonna be two dollars. You go, damn man, just. Uh, but they didn't care. They didn't care that COVID affected like that was, business. Them people gotta make their money. Didn't seem like it was worth it. And people gotta make their money. COVID affected their business too. They can't give away the sauces for free. You gonna have to pay. Come up or just you know, you know, have did somebody you, Venmo you. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Ah. Uh, you know, there's certain family members. I did make a resolution. It's going to be to stop hanging around. I got certain family members who are doing crazy things. So mm. I'm kind of distancing myself from that like at this what? point. Like what? Climbing through the window at Popeye's? Not that crazy, <laughs> but I have one family member. Who I'm not going to name, but they, uh, you know, they they had COVID and they told us it was a, they told me it was an ear infection. Mm. 
And, uh, you know, we spent some time and then, you know, we, a lot of hard coughing. Oh. And I'm like, man, I've never had an ear infection where it involved coughing. I had a lot of pain in my ear, some itching. But oh. an ear infection at the age this family member was at is kind of odd. Because, you know, most kids, oh, yeah. kids get ear infections. Made him take a COVID test. And he was positive. <laughs> now, I'm not positive. But... Uh, yeah. Gotta give myself some distance. Like, why at that age, you sh- you know, why lie about something like that? So my resolution is to stay away from family members. Just give them some space. Like, I don't I need think to be... is he an older family member? Yeah, he's older. I older. think the older people, the way they view it is very much in a way of like, look, man, I'm 58 or 62. I ain't got many more years with my family left. So COVID or not, we hang. <laughs> and then there's a way they're probably looking at you too like well you're young so you'll be alright bro I got a whole I got to live the rest of this life whatever you whatever you check it out I, I still got to check in for I'm still here for another 20 years bro I don't you know but it's uh, interesting though that COVID's become kind of routine it is I think it's just like oh every winter when flu season kicks up we're all gonna have to try to decipher the difference between you have a cold and you're fucking got yeah. the shit. Yeah. <laughs> but so. it's it's hard, bro. Cause like I think I think the flu. Remember, I I remember we hadn't recorded. Now for those of you listening, you might realize there's a little bit of a gap between the last time we had an episode and this episode. The reason for that is because I got really sick, and I remember Phil was like, "Yo, you good?" I'm like, "Man, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't. I'm coughing, and I had this fever, and I was like, I thought I had COVID. Wasn't COVID." Turns out it was the flu. Regular ass flu. You remember regular ass flu? How good times were? We just had to worry about one flu. Now we got 16 different flus. Kind of out of commission for about three days and then back to it. But like I said, we're going to have to all decipher the difference. And like I said, I, I hate that people make it so cut and dry. Well, just stay home, and it's like not that, that easy. Mean, it ain't that easy, quite not that you easy. know. Because really, say even though if you got it, you got to go somewhere. Yeah, you so. you got to go outside. Yeah, <laughs> so, it, it, it's it's a mess. But I don't I don't believe we're ever gonna get back there to where yeah I know. we were. I know with that. But and um, that's the crazy part. But we eventually will when you talk about like herd immunity and stuff, and talk about people being vaccinated that. Some of that is getting rid of some of it. I don't think it's, you know, the vaccine is 100% no, effective. It's but it's But it's neutralized. It seems to, things have gotten better since it came out. Yeah, it's basically That's like all taking, I can say. It's like taking a vitamin. Objectively speaking, things have gotten better yeah. since it came out. You can still catch and it. But... somewhere between that and the nature of the human body, you know, adapting to and strengthening yeah. to and us yeah. figuring out how to treat it, which a lot of it is quite simply... Stay your ass home and lay your ass down. Um, Just like the chicken pox, you know, I has never... all started to help it. And what I'm saying is, or the words I was searching for was, if the first pandemic happened back in 19, what, 20, then whatever that version of the flu was, the super flu that was killing people, yeah, it had to, um, what's the word, weed itself out. So I think whatever the super version, obviously, of COVID, that the original, the OG version, the one we called the coronavirus, thinned mm-hmm. itself out. It was killing people. And oh, I yeah. mean, rapidly, mm-hmm. quickly. And then the next version, and then the next version, 
And now that we're at like version 10, it's yeah. like, ah, I had COVID last week. And you go, I just saw your ass. Yeah, I laid down for six straight days and I'm good. Yeah, I don't, it's not affecting And you know, the bad. three You're days, right. the extra three days is just... I'm just staying away from people because I don't want them to get it. I don't want to be contagious, yeah. I don't want to be a transmitter. I wish this family member would have just did that, bro, because we was all up in the house partying. He just, that, 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 that. Like I said, I think old people are in a tricky position there because, like I said, you got to go, life expectancy of the average black male is. (laughs) So what I'm saying is if anybody should be allowed outside with COVID, it's the black male. Yeah. <laughs> got nothing to I'm lose. joking, people. I don't need a fucking CDC knocking on my door. We heard that you uh, are spreading black man propaganda that black men should be able to transmit COVID. Oh, uh, you just see them dragging you out of the house. You're like, I, I was joking. It was a joke, I'm man. Get your hands off of me. We got the lowest life expectancy. <laughs> So anybody should be allowed in the club with COVID. It oh, sucks. They're going to drag your ass out and put you in the back of a car. You're going to be yelling, hey, hey, Kev, erase my phone. These niggas said, oh. <laughs> erase my phone. That's hilarious. Erase my phone. What does that mean, sir? Let's take all the evidence off. Turn the cookies off. There you go. They're going to go through your phone, find all the old posts, use them against you. Yeah, use the posts against you. Yeah, but I- That's one thing I thought was funny. It was mm. like, you know, when COVID was heavy, you type anything about COVID into Twitter or Facebook and they would flag it with yep. CDC and information and you go, so I could come on here and lie about any other disease. I could be like, yo, I got crashed from the toilet seat at the mall. Mm-hmm. Y'all be careful at that mall. <laughs> and and you wouldn't flag that. No. Nope. I could spread misinformation about any other disease. Not COVID. But not COVID. Nope. <laughs> Talk about every other disease you want, crabs and syphilis, all of that nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. COVID, keep your mouth shut. We don't talk about COVID. Just like you don't talk about Bruno, we don't talk about COVID. <laughs> we don't talk about COVID. No, you ever, you know what I'm talking about? You ever see the? No, I you've never seen Encanto. No, oh, you I don't have see. kids. Okay, Man. you got. I got kids, and that was a, that song was stuck in my head. We don't talk about Bruno, so you can remix it. We don't talk about COVID. No, no, gotcha. no. Okay, but um. What a talking about uh, lyrics. We were talking about lyrics this other night. Um, if you haven't, I don't know if any of you are hip hop fans, but if you are, hopefully you've been paying attention to what's going on with um, Young Thug and Gunna, who's finally home. Saw the news that Gunna came home. I'm happy he came home, but uh, I'm more happy that was this. This was in California, right? Where this happened? Do you know? What's in California? Where Gunna and um, Young Thug is being no, tried. Atlanta. Was that Atlanta? Okay, you know what, I, what rock you live under. I don't listen. I just said I don't. I don't follow it all the way. Like I know he came home, but I'm trying. What I'm trying to get across is that in that trial they were using their lyrics against them. Yes. And now, just in California, they've outlawed the practice of using lyrics against. Let's let's people. get facts on this. No, no, no. Let's that's play. that's no, no, no. Hold on. I'm, just, I'm saying because I don't want you spreading misinformation. I'll, and then okay. somebody goes to California with all they thug lyrics and gets locked up too. Hold on. Let me. I believe this. Thing that you're talking about is just they're discussing it. No, no, they did it. They passed in it in LA. Yeah, in, in Cali. Um, let me California. just remind people. Let I'm me Google it. Let me remind people while Phil's fact checking that this podcast is called "But I Don't Know Though," and uh, I don't know for sure, but I'm almost positive that they outlawed the practice right, of doing that. Him read this. Go ahead. September 30th, 2022. 
California restricts use of rap lyrics in criminal trials after Governor Newsom signs bill. There you go. Okay, so this, but this is what I was saying. I was trying to make sure this bill cleared. Yeah. Because again, you know, a lot of shit is proposed, and then it's like, nah, didn't make it to the, off the Senate floor. So let me see here. The Decriminalizing Artistic Expression Act, which restricts the use of rap lyrics, is evidence in court. Now, it specifies rap lyrics, so your country music, if you're out there telling on people and <laughs> telling what happened. You can still go to jail, right? Bitch, called the mod about a week ago. <laughs> then they, they could use that. They could definitely use got that. Got a guitar. It just says rap lyrics. That's crazy. Okay. We this California Senate and Assembly unanimously approved the bill. Let me just read breeze through here. Just just imagine using release, comedians like comedians jokes against them in court to say that, well, this person is like this, because listen to this joke he told. Obviously, he's a pedophile. It's like, what? Right. Yeah. You're skirting lines there, buddy. You're skirting lines. Well, unfortunately, you know, that doesn't exist in Atlanta. So nope. so Welcome home is, gunner, but we gotta pray for young thug, I guess. Is. Yeah, all of that is tricky, and I'm reserving judgment on it because if what dude did, if what if he did, what they say is true, and I mean all signs are pointing to that he did. Mm-hmm. He killed mad innocent people. Yeah. So I can't fucking sit here free and welcome home. Hey, man, them people still dead. Well, I'm just saying, like, you got to pray for the situation. I'm just saying I'm happy to home. I ain't got to pray for shit. (laughs) Because this is the thing, and I I discussed this a few episodes back, is that, like I said, I think we, very much with celebrities, we want to be them. And if not want to be them, we want to be their friends. But it's like, look, man, you damn near 40. At this point, it's like, listen, man, if you were in VIP and you were just standing there, the motherfuckers would have you removed. Like they're not your friends. Mm-mm. And and from what it sounds like, they were killing innocent black men. And I think that's the reason people don't care. Mm. The reason people can stand up and go free thug. Hey man, they're saying over forty people Damn. disappeared, kind of under his guidance. Now, mind you, I doubt he's done everything they say he does because we know the justice system is fucked up and it lies and it corrupts but you gotta go even if they said 40 people if three of them are true Mm -hmm. this is horrible yeah so like i said i think because the victims were all you know seen as and i mean when i say all i don't mean all but i mean like mostly black men Mm -hmm. that people are just man free thug but if they if they were like, yo, it's two women involved, he hurt a woman. Because people are more upset about Andrew Tate and whatever sex may have not happened. Mm-hmm. And those aren't murders. People are more upset about Meg the Stallion's left toe. Yeah. No. So and, and I don't mean that to um dehumanize her or to say that her being harmed doesn't matter. But I'm saying which one is worse? A toe being shot? Or 40 dead. 40 dead people. Yeah. Uh, and, but like I said, I think because it's perceived, the perception of who was armed uh-huh. is just black men. People are like, oh, that's hilarious. Free young thug. And it's like, what? 
<laughs> nah, nah, leave him in there. Leave him in there. So yeah, I'm not praying for shit. <laughs> but you you brought up uh, Meg the Stallion toe shooting, and uh, you, I definitely haven't been living under a rock for this. But Tory Lanez is going to jail. He got convicted on all counts mm-hmm. uh, for shooting her. My biggest issue with that is that if you didn't do what you say you did, then you should have. He never he never testified. They wouldn't let him testify. Never took the stand. No, everybody else who's around the situation took it. Like I don't care about the situation, but I'm like, if I'm gonna go to jail, I'm gonna speak yeah. in my own words. It, it, was, it was odd. I'll say that he never took the stand and said, "Here's what happened." Uh, from what I understand legally, and not that I'm an expert, but just baseline understanding of the law, mm-hmm. he didn't want to be cross-examined because yeah. when they cross-examine you. And the other thing, and this is the stupidest fucking thing, but he didn't want to snitch. I was just about to say that. Nobody wanted to snitch. Nobody wanted to snitch. None so of the it was witnesses. such an odd case because, Everybody, like you're saying, people not wanting to take the stand. Everybody wanted, does not want to be viewed as the person who went up there. Like, she got say, shot. Like, yo, just... They did that Just to me. say what happened. Because even like, when people are saying that about Meg, I'm like, actually, women are supposed to tell on you. Like it's a job. <laughs> are y'all listening to these songs and actually believing what these people are saying or what these women are saying? Because it's like they're still women and they're supposed to tell on you. Well, bro, if even you Meg do something violent or harm them. Even Meg didn't want to like snitch. Even she was like, well, no, not... because she said Tori did this to me. So Meg was telling. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna call it snitching because I don't view it as like something she or should just have telling done. What happened, yeah. If someone harmed her, then she should have said. Now here's my issue, mm. and this is important. So, so those of you listen up closely, take your notes. Two things can be true. Mm-hmm. One thing that's true that I feel is she definitely was harmed. Facts. B. Second thing I feel is true. She was not truthful about how the harming occurred. Also facts. So then the third thing would be, I don't feel like he got a a fair trial. Uh, Also facts. There were three people other than Meg in that car. They put two. They there was it was it was Tory Lanez, the light skinned girl, and the the bodyguard, her friend Kelsey, former friend. Yeah, the light skinned girl. Here was the thing for me. It was. The DNA that said there was a woman's DNA on it. Mm-hmm. All they did was tested it for Tori and came back. Tori's DNA is not on this gun. The witness showed up and said the two women were fighting. Meg denied fighting her. Kelsey denied fighting Meg. They asked Kelsey on the stand, y'all got to a fight? The girl Kelsey goes, No. We may have bumped into each other. The first thing the witness, the eyewitness does is show up and go, and mind you, this was like a white guy who, these was just a bunch of niggas in my driveway fighting and I wanted them gone. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's who or who's famous, which we all laughed at him describing Tory Lanez as the smallest one. (laughs) (laughs) But but the witness said, I was awakened by two women brawling in my driveway. And then went on to say, I saw flashes coming from the girl. Mm. Went into the car and I saw flashes. And you go, what more do you need to hear? 
And like I was telling somebody like, yo, I'm fucking old. Mm-hmm. Remy Ma, you know, 15 years ago, on top of the rap game, she's the hottest rap female in the game. Took a gun in a car, got in an argument with her friend, shot her friend, and yeah. went to jail for seven years. Yep. So it's like it's not beyond me that two women get to fighting and one of them grabs a gun. Yeah. Obviously, we know men are more violent. So that's why I feel like everyone wants to believe Tori did it. But I go, let me ask you this. This question that I asked my man. I said, yo, in your lifetime, how many times has it been discovered that one man was sleeping with both friends? All the time. All the time. I go, you ever seen the man be upset? Or are the women upset? Are <laughs> the women's upset? The women are upset. So I go, he has no reason to, to be upset. Yeah. His balls are empty. Yeah. Two women he slept with are fighting. Yeah. Now, I don't believe he's 100% innocent because mm-hmm. the witness went on to say, little man came and took the gun. And it was funny because he actually did say, if you read the court documents, he says, they go, well... At what point did he take the gun? How many shots had been fired? And the guy goes, I don't know. The guy goes, I mean, it wasn't as if he said, hey, hey, it's my turn now. (laughs) You go, yo. And that's the thing. I think people wanted it to be cut and dry. But what we found out through the court documents and stuff is this shit is messy. It's messy. And which goes back to my original point, if, if this thing happens and everyone just says what happened, then the person who committed said harm goes to jail. But because everyone is so concerned with looking like said snitch or telling what happened and telling right. actual. Now, even if he didn't do it, it don't matter because his ass got convicted on all counts. Yeah. Because nothing that anybody said in there could dispute the fact of what they're charging with. And that's, you You didn't make no reasonable doubt. Well, like so, I said, it just, and that's the problem. There was plenty of reasonable doubt. The doubt was more than reasonable. Wasn't enough to but make the jury voted. think. But know. that's because you're a black male in a court where for two years people have been saying you did something. So despite a witness saying. Uh-huh. And the only witness that would testify, there's a bodyguard that went missing. Yeah. Her bodyguard, which yeah. I think that's very telling. That's very telling, yeah. And the reason I think it's very he telling saw the whole thing. is because he said, you're not finna get me on the witness stand lying. Yeah. Her stylist took the stand. And again, <laughs> went, yeah, she fucking drunk. I had to carry her upstairs. And we talking to um, a member of the LGBT community. Her stylist. So this man, you know, like how they like to say, oh, well, straight men go stick together and this is the patriarchy. No, this wasn't none of this. This is her team. Her stylist telling you, yeah, she's fucking drunk. I got to drag her upstairs. She was aggressive. And it's like, man, I'm still not justifying shit that happened. But you know, it didn't. For all intents and purposes, what does this sound like? It sounds like her and her friend got to fighting and somebody shot somebody because they can't explain to you why they're not friends anymore. Yeah, and exactly. this was her manager. All right. And it was her best friend. They don't speak anymore. None of that. So you go, and she got caught in a few lies. Mm-hmm. So you go, 
the, the doubt is more than reasonable. Yeah. Well, but like I said, our history dogs us. And for me, it's always going to be about history. Uh-huh. So during the trial, and I live here not too far from Central Park, they named the entrance of the uh, Central Park after the Central Park Eye. So you go, you got all these things going on at once. So let's not forget our history that when things happen to women, people have a tendency to overreact. With the Central Park Five, you look up that case, five black teenagers went to prison with adults mm-hmm. for 10 years because one woman got beat up and um, assaulted sexually inside the park. It was a white woman, too. And she, and, you know, God bless her, she never said nothing. She was not unconscious. Mm-hmm. But people wanted to, let's we got to make everybody feel safe. Let's just put somebody in prison. Well, there's more than that, too. There are other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But overall, yeah. it was fear-mongering. Yeah. And we want people to feel safe. These kids are monsters. Monsters. So you believe, wilding. You believe that Tory was the, the fear, and everyone's like, yo, we got to yeah. get him off the street. Everyone so wants to say we do protect black women. Okay. We got them, y'all. And it's like, uh, it sounds like... I don't like... know, there's a little more. I think someone got away with it. I don't know if mm-hmm. it was... He might have played a part in it, but he didn't do himself no favors. So it's like... Well, his reputation and these rappers, and that's what I'm saying back to Young Thug, they don't do it themselves any favor by, you know, I be killing niggas and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
at But I Don't Know Though Pod on Instagram. Go on the YouTube channel. Um, we got all the links on the Instagram. So go check the Instagram and get the links. And if you want to follow me, Avery Mason Official, Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. And um, I was hoping for 2023, Phil, you've changed your, your following policy. Is it <laughs> no, any updates? Any updates? At I am Phil Hunt, P-H-I-L-H-U-N-T. If you can't spell at I am, I don't want your dumb ass following me. So no, no updates. So let's work on our spelling so we we can get his numbers up because apparently a lot of y'all don't know how to spell. That's that's <laughs> and that's sad. That's real sad. Um, let me ask you this question. Where are we doing good on time? Got another twenty minutes. Let me ask you this question. Now, without you already said your age like a bunch of times, but I I want to ask you this question without mentioning it or saying your age. Say something a young person, a Gen Zer from today, would not understand. Without mentioning my age. Yeah. Say, say something a young person me. wouldn't understand. Uh, the St. Louis Rams are the best team in football, man. Kurt Warner. Oh. Marshall Falk. Yeah, yeah. Greatest yeah. show on turf. Yep, yep. <laughs> that did, you know what? Yeah, no, they were good. They were real good. He was a walk-on, wasn't he? Or like, uh, was he... Um, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner used to bag groceries, baby, the year before or something like that. He had wound up after playing arena football, bagging groceries. So never give up on your goddamn dreams, people. Keep keep doing whatever the thing is that people say. Probably stop doing that. Inspiration. Look at that. Um, I'm gonna say something they wouldn't understand. But you said a Gen Z year, so now that I think about it, I'm like, how long have the Rams been in LA? Like five years? Yeah. They, people don't remember them before they uh <laughs> Yeah, before they so came Gen here. Gen yeah. Z I might actually get that. I have to really think of that. You threw that question All at right. me quick. Uh I'll give you a chance to think and I'll tell you something they wouldn't understand. Um the Redbirds, well, because they didn't have them everywhere. These I used to call them Redbirds. There were these polls where you could call the police. Mm. Or the fire department, and you didn't need no nickels or yeah. I anything. see those around New York City. We didn't have those where I grew up. Those are all deactivated now. They don't do them anymore. And you know why? Because too many people were like calling in false reports. They would just press the button to see what happens. But <laughs> when I was a kid growing up, those things were like nobody did that. Like it wasn't as I want to say it wasn't until people got cell phones that people started messing. With those things. You didn't have cell phones in the 80s. There were no cell phones. And if you didn't have a quarter, you needed help. Couldn't find a pay phone. Hey, you had to press one of these things and hope that somebody got there before your ass got robbed or beat or worse. Yeah. But I don't think they'd understand. What is what is this for? You press it and do they come right away? Do they know where you are? Yeah, those are... Like I said, we didn't have those where I was. But yes, the pay phone. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to keep a couple quarters in yeah, case yeah, you needed yeah, to call yeah. home and... Now you see the kids, they got the iPhone, and it is yeah. what it is, man. I will say one thing I think they would understand is the Skytel two-way pager. Mm. Montel, Montel Jordan had it in the uh, let, uh, Let's Get It On Tonight video. If you want to go back and look, you can open it, and you could like, text somebody. It was this gigantic, well, yeah, that was the thing. gigantic keyboard. It was just, you know, texting. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really quite understand. It's no. always what a two-way pager, which yeah. essentially all of our phones 
have that function now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's getting to the point where people would rather text than talk on the phone. They might they might come out with a new T-Mobile. What was that T-Mobile phone with the, was the, with the texting keyboard? Don't ask me. You never had one? One of them flips? A the, T9? What are you talking whatever about? Whatever, the, the T-Mobile one with the gigantic keyboard. There's a million of them. Oh, shit. Oh, we got to have to look this up. T-Mobile. It could have been... A Blackberry? A sidekick. A sidekick. I'm thinking of the Sidekick. Yeah, anyway. Sidekick was the first one. Okay, well, even though those predate me, obviously. I've seen them on TV or whatever, but when I was like 14, 15, we didn't have those. Hmm. You know, and the song uh, Two-Way Freak. Oh, yeah. By 3-6 Mafia. So y'all go ahead and Google that. Which, damn. Shouts out to uh, our R.I.P. R.I.P. Gangsta Boo. To our beloved Gangsta Boo. Damn. Which my grandmother was from Memphis. I didn't realize her and my grandmother had the same name. My grandmother's name was Lola. Very country, old school name. <laughs> Phil, you're you're very uh, you're very knowledgeable in these uh, matters. What exactly happened, or do we know? We're not sure. Uh, all signs pointed to an overdose, unfortunately, Damn. because like they found her on her porch. I haven't checked in on it because I don't want it to be true. But the irony. But yeah, because when they had their verses, what did she say? Yeah, she was having fun, man. But yeah, that's my last memory of her is during the yeah. verses. Her Yelling cussing at... out Bibby <laughs> <laughs> She said, "Motherfucker, you must be off your meds." You got your meds busy, busy. He on his meds. I was like, "Damn." She was like a very young forty-three. So. Yeah, no, she still looked good, man. I, I I never cared much for the lyrics, but man, I was like how Gangsta Boo looked. I was like, man, mm -hmm. Gangsta Boo, Mia X. She's a dark skin. Mm -hmm. One many. Uh, you know, One many. This, this is going to sound crazy because those of you listening have the internet, but I just remember back in the day that inside of 3 6 Mafia booklet, and she's there with like oh, no yeah. shirt on yeah, 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 and a yeah. stethoscope, and it's one of the best pictures ever. Yeah. That that picture raised me. Don't debate me. Well, all right. I'll I'll see that picture because I know what you're talking about because I used to work at a radio mm -hmm. station and we did we did get that and I did have that. I'll match that with Little Kim Hardcore. That I had that poster. All of it. Man, there was no talk about like, you know, Patreon. It was just, yo, she looks good. Yeah, let's get that poster. We got to protect the chat at all costs, folks. People were like, sex sells. And they were like, yeah, it does. And that's okay. Get down there and protect the chat. Because we need... <laughs> we need these uh, Southern... Female pioneers to well, who, who we got left? Yeah. It's just it's just uh, we got we got a few left. Juicy J, that's all that's left for three oh, six. No, right? three six is good. That's it. Crunchy Black, DJ Paul. What you talking about? Man? Okay, I don't know names. We, I don't we, know we, though. We good. Okay, you got three two two members. Gonna... Project Pat, come on, stop it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Project Pat was never a part Here of Three Six Mafia. He was oh, never a part of Three Six Mafia. Gangsta Boo wasn't either. No, she was one of the original members. Oh, no, no, no. The first no, two man. was DJ Paul just, and Juicy just, J. They no, brought her on. Hold on. Can you just stop? You want to tell me is, I'm wrong? No, what I'm telling you is. We're not here to debate the semantics of all the right, group. All right, all right, all right. We just saying we know there's about five people that could claim three six. DJ Paul, mm. Juicy J, Check. Project Pat, well, Lord Infamous, Fair, Crunchy Black, I'll give you Gangsta that. Boo, Gangsta Boo for sure. And then it's like La Chat. You damn near remember as all right. Well, so to say who's in, who's out, who even cares? I just want the roster. 
Who even cares? Who it's starts? Just, it's a collective. You care about starters. You want to know who the starters are. And it was like hypnotized posse Hip- camp. Hypnotized so minds. You had all these spinoffs and whatever. So, again, we know it's about five, six people. What's, so. your, what's your favorite 3-6 Mafia song? Favorite is hard to say. Who run it comes to mind. That's probably the first one I remember. And then there's so many more. Did they do that song, Tear the Club Up? I feel like it was them, right? Yes. Yeah, now that's that was the first one I ever heard them do, and that's like, you know, Tear the Club Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I got a... Little John, you could thank Little John for that, because I was not listening to none of that Southern stuff till Little John came on the scene, then I started digging in, you know, figured out UGK, Pocket Full of Stones, and started listening to the Ghetto Boys. Oh, yeah, what's, what's up? Jay-Z linked with them, that everybody... Okay, yeah. North we can kind of fuck with. Yeah. And then Juvenile. Outcast. Jay-Z got on Juvenile High on the remix. And people yeah. started down south. Oh, I could kind of listen to Jay a little bit. So, yeah, it, you know, it's yeah, all it, crossover. It, it which, opened up. Like I said, the world is so different now because of the internet that everybody listens to the same things. One of my favorite 3-6 Mafia memories was uh, when they won um, when they won an Oscar for uh, Hard Out Here for a Pimp. Yeah. And they went up there and they completely showed their whole ass for hustling the flow. And it was just like... And it took about another 10, 15 years for a black person to win an Oscar. That's true. Because them niggas took Oscar to the strip club. They They did. Oscar to the Waffle House. They did, yes. Syrup and butter all over his legs. Bro, they couldn't play the acceptance speech because all it was was beep, 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 beep. But you just see them talking. You don't hear nothing. All the black people audience is like, yeah, When you give somebody an award for whoop that trick, (laughs) what do you expect? (laughs) Which I love Hustle and Flow. I'd like to take my manager. That's one of the hottest movies. And when I say hot, I mean everyone in the movie is sweating. Yeah. Which I feel like it captured Memphis kind of perfectly of like, Yo, man, you better have your AC. Yeah. You know, it's hard up here for a pimp. The pimp sweating, the hose sweating, the corner, the hose is on and sweating. Yeah. Bro, the only reason I watched that year was because they were nominated and they were letting every 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 song that was nominated, they would perform it. So they performed at mm-hmm. the Oscars. And I was so proud. I was like, look at look at this, man. And nobody would have ever guessed they would have been there. They won the award. Can't say I've ever watched. You never watched? The Oscars. Nah, I've never really watched the Oscars. You, you never... Well, okay. The last one, the most infamous one. You didn't watch that one either when... uh, you, We all saw the moment. Okay. But, but you didn't, didn't watch, watch okay. the damn Oscars. Oh, well, you know, I do some acting too. So I do like to see what, 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 what's going what they're on. going on, what's like them. And well, no, nah, I didn't say nothing was wrong with it. Yeah, I said I've sure. never watched the Oscars. Man, give it a watch. You might like it, man. It's not bad. <laughs> well, on... Full disclosure, it's it's neutered because now they've taken away the uh, the comedy out of it, so it's not as funny. They have like a group of hosts instead of having a host with a perspective. Now right. they've got a you know. Anyway, I was um, very proud of Three Six in that moment. I felt very like proud to be like a fan of hip hop and mm-hmm. pretty much watching them uh, cuss, cussing the acceptance speech. I want to thank me, me, me. Like I said, RIP to Gangsta. Yeah, RIP Gangsta Boo. Yeah, like I said, the southern southern hip hop female. She's part of the royalty. Yes, she is. Her Kaya. Oh yeah! Wow. Um, my Trina, neck, my back. Trina. 
Diamond Princess. You can even throw Missy and them in there. Missy's I think Missy, the VA, the VA. No, actually, Missy probably one of the biggest ones coming. No, out absolutely. Here by far, I, I mean, I when she came out, I didn't understand. And it, that's but... the thing; she's still somewhat, you know, they were still somewhat considered underground, and it's like won yeah. an Oscar. Yeah, not, not underground. But uh, yeah, that was that was sad news. The first day of the yeah, year, yeah, man. And Barbara Walters, that you oh, go, damn, yeah. you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't wait, couldn't wait, Grim like, Reaper, you, you couldn't let the ball drop one more time for old Barbara. She's like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I've got a damn, damn, I forgot about that. Damn, R.I.P. Barbara Walters, man, one of the best journalists. She had one of the, my favorite interviews she ever did was with Louis Farrakhan. Oh yeah. Cause she was so mad because he was being so cool and he was just he had these great lines in that interview mm-hmm. and she was getting angrier and angrier. What, Mister Farrakhan? Don't you think what you're saying is highly offensive? Just come back. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. Yeah, a that's question, the thing about him is I think one is he's articulate, so it throws them off because mm-hmm. most people it's just a bunch of rhetoric, and once you ask them a follow-up <laughs> question. Oh. You can kind of negate whatever their point was. You can't do that with Farrakhan. No. The other one is, like I said, you know, he's depicted, <laughs> Jesus, he's depicted as this monster. But when you actually get, you know, in front of him, you know, he's got the wavy hair, he's articulate, he's well dressed, and he's calm. Very. So you go, yeah, you're painting him as this monster, but he. He hasn't yelled at you yet. No. Yeah, and if anything, you'll start yelling at him. Yeah, because you try to get the rise. Because he's so well like, prepared. Miss Walters, I just I understand you get upset, but X Y Z, and that is the way it is. Like he had an answer, and I was like, yeah, maybe I don't agree with everything he says, but man. Yeah, he's a smooth talking dude, though. There was another one, and then again, I don't want to stir anybody up, but these these are interviews that stood out. Um, the one she did with uh James Bond. Where he was talking about, like, you know, sometimes you'll have to... I thought that was Burt. It wasn't Burt Reynolds. My no, 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 no. Let no, me no, not no. put that on Burt Reynolds. Not Burt. It was... was that cat's name? Because I know the interview you're talking about. Sean Connery. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. There we go. Yeah, Well, yeah. Mr. Connery, you've been on record as saying you think it's okay to hit women. Well, actually, I'm just saying sometimes when they get online, you get them a little slap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's funny. I'm just saying how he said it so casually is if... Like, you know, sometimes she gets to be a little too uppity that you've got a few <laughs> I was like, damn, Sean. Yeah, but yeah, it's the world. Was that was, so it was a different world when he was raised. I, I think what it was a different world, and I'll say for the better for us as people, mm-hmm. meaning us as regular people, I think we understood that celebrities were a little eccentric. Yes, yes, in the 80s and 90s. And that all... that was for the better. Michael Jackson sleeps in a what, a hyperbaring chamber? He walks around with one glove on, and you know, you were well, just like, yeah. I was talking about the chamber. Okay, but weird stuff. I'm just saying, yeah. That's but I'm just saying, thing. like, I think now there's very much a push for, like, like, okay, someone goes on Twitter and posts a video, yo, that's Chris Brown doing cocaine. And it's like, everyone's commenting, oh my God, that must be why he's this, that must be why he's that. And it's like, He's never worked a nine to five, bro. Never. He, if anyone should be doing cocaine, yes, it's him. him. He got no job. He, you know, he works for himself. You got to drive a bus in the morning. Don't do no drugs. Don't do cocaine. 
They're not going to drug test him before he goes to the record. Right. Well, I'm saying he's not responsible <laughs> for anybody other than himself. Hey, sir, before you touch so, that okay. mic, pee in this cup before you touch that so mic. So I'm saying there was separation between celebrities. So even when he says something like that, one is I think most people just took it as, oh, he's just fucking around. Yeah, no. I, I remember those time people used to say, like, yo, they're just eccentric. Like, I remember Boy yeah. George was, was cross-dressing and everyone was just like, eh, it's just how he is. Oh, well. And no one was like... Ugh. Well, it was part of his act. Yeah, yeah. It was all part was, of his act. Gallagher smashed watermelons and people were just like, that's weird, but hey. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then, and then you could come off stage and sort of say these eccentric things, you know. Michael Jackson, we all remember Barbara Walters, I believe, another one. I believe it was oh Barbara Walters, and she goes, you know, sleeping in the bed with children, and Michael just goes, yeah, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I love kids. They're and so I think much maybe fun. that was 60 Minutes, now that I'm thinking of it, but whatever. Yeah, it was... Oh, you can, okay. you can Google was, that you can Google interview. That. Google the one he did with the Indian dude, because that was the one where he was like, don't you think it's odd? It's so I think like, people just accepted that, you know, people celebrities just were different. Weird. Michael just has... A monkey sitting on his lap, and a mid- and the, the the midget was Emmanuel, Emmanuel Lewis, Lewis sitting uh, on his lap. That just and he was a grown man at if that. I point. walk in and uh-huh. I, if you walk in my crib and I got a kid sitting on my lap, you're gonna report me. I have a few questions, Phil. but if you make it to Never Never Land, and Michael said you go, well, shit, I guess he just hanging with a kid today. I'm like, hey, Phil. <laughs> so it's just you and the kid in here. Anybody else in here? No, it's just me and the kid. I'm just letting him sit on my lap. And there are other weird things yeah. that people have said or during like, interviews. And I mean, I'm thinking old celebrity. Like I said, Burt Reynolds, motherfucking. Uh, come on, give me an old celebrity. Old, old celebrity in the heat of the night, ass celebrity. Oh, oh, you talking about Those, Carol O'Connor and uh, Gary Coleman? You, you know what I'm talking about yeah, from yeah, the yeah, 80s. Yeah. That, that Sherman Helmsley. Like yeah. I said, it was accepted then that you were strange and. You would say wild shit and oh, I Jimmy just, JJ Walker. You no, know, I've been smoking cigarettes since I was ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, whereas like I said, if a seventeen-year-old said that, you would now CPS up. He's been smoking cigarettes since he was ten. But when goddamn Burt Reynolds told you that, you said that motherfucker been a grown man. That's a man right there. He's a grown ass man, boy. I need his lungs. Or John Wayne and them motherfuckers. All right, well, we got like Clint, less. Clint Eastwood. What's his real name? Clint Eastwood? Am I mixing the two up? Is it, is it John? Burt Reynolds no, is. No, 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 no. I just said John Wayne. Oh, yeah, no, John Wayne the racist? Yeah, John Wayne. John Wayne is John Wayne. That's the mm-hmm. actual actor. Yeah, 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 actor, yeah. But his character, and then there's Clint Eastwood. This is an old motherfucking class I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. celebrities doing weird shit. Oh, yeah, I've got three wives. And you go, It what? was normal. Yeah, yeah. You Nobody. Got, uh, are you Muslim? Eliz- are you Elizabeth, Mormon? Elizabeth. No, I'm not any of that. I just got three wives. Elizabeth What's Taylor. What's confusing now is you got a motherfucking job at work, you know, two jobs and go, yeah, I got four wives. Motherfucker, why? You're a regular person. You look at all four of the girls like y'all y'all dumb. Y'all know what's going on here. <laughs> y'all um, must be stupid. <laughs> I remember Elizabeth Taylor the running joke with her was she had like seven or eight divorces, which mm-hmm. when you look at her, it's like, yeah, it's just Elizabeth Taylor. But if I had seven or eight divorces, what's wrong with you, man? Just just don't get mad. Train wreck. For real. 
All right. Now we got like two minutes left. I ain't get to talk no sports with you, y'all. He's watching the Pacers game. How they doing before when we wrap it up here and go to City? So how they doing? Well, we got the lead, I think, here. I'm, you know, I'm doing the podcast, so I'm not exactly watching it. No, no, no. I got you. But it's on commercial right now, so I'm not. <laughs> oh, we don't know the score. There's no score. Right. Like I said, last time I checked, we were up one or two points. So back to the celebrity thing that I would say barely mentioned was the women were hating on Lakeith Stansfield. And, they, you know, he's got two girls pregnant in a year. And they're hating on him. But again, you go, motherfucker, yeah, because he's a celebrity. And mm. back then, like I said, we just accepted. They don't do regular things. They do things different. They got money. And they they can do afford things it. a little differently. You can afford yeah. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Like, yeah, there you I go. Mean, you know, it is what it is. They've been teasing about it. Nick's like, I don't care. Well, he doesn't have to care. Absolutely not. Like, He's like got I money. Said, Nobody complaining you know, about it. We, we don't know what's going on. Being of an older generation, we kind of understand they exist on their own planet and live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like I said, regular people are like I said, oh my God, mm. can you believe Diddy did? Yeah, I can believe Diddy is with Koresha and got, you know, ex- another kid and, and yeah. Koresha don't care because yeah. that's, He's a billionaire. He's going to live a regular life. All right, well, we wrapping up segment one here. We got advice coming up. It's a new year, new you. We trying to help you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. I like what my paces have done here. Mm-hmm. We did a quick rebuild on the fly. I got rid of Paul George. Last year, we kind of stunk. But it was fun having Lance Stevenson to watch. Oh, I was glad they brought him back. That but was cool. then... Um, you know, we traded Sabonis, our all-star, for Halliburton. And we got quicker, which the league is faster. I'll acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And we drafted Matherin, who, you know, is our rookie leading the bench with in, in scoring. I think he might even lead the team in scoring off the bench. And that's the only move that I'm waiting for Rick Carlisle, our stubborn-ass coach, to make is to put Matherin in the starting lineup. We had a game... Last, what, the game against the Trailblazers, mm-hmm. where three of our starters had two points in the first half. And when I say two points, I don't mean each one of them. I mean amongst healed. Combined? Fucking, yeah, combined. Healed, Neesmith, and fucking Nimhard. Two points. And you go, there's a guy on your bench that averages 20, man. Just probably put him in the starting lineup and... You know, for those of you listening, I know you don't keep up with Pacers history or whatever, but Rick Carlisle, our coach, who's a championship coach, he's a really good coach, but he's also stubborn. He's old school. That's Phil's problem. Stubborn. Old he doesn't like to start rookies. You, you know, got earned You may spot. remember going back to the Pistons when he coached the Pistons back in the early 2000s, Ooh. and he had uh, Ben Wallace and those guys. Chauncey Billups. Uh, no, he did not have Chauncey Billups. What year is this? <laughs> it's it's he didn't have Chauncey Billups. He had Michael Curry, goddamn Lindsey Hunter. Oh, it was a really okay. good play okay. hard team. Yeah, but again, he didn't start. Tayshawn Prince was who he didn't start. Oh, okay, this is and you know what? I was so angry with you, but you may be correct. At the end, I think he did have Chauncey Billups, but he only had it for one year, and then they yeah, fired they him fired because him. he wouldn't start Tayshawn Prince. Yeah, and then Larry Brown took him, and then they won the he Lakers. Won. Repeated that year and went to the finals and just ran the fuck out of gas. Did you speaking of that? Did you see the the Shaq documentary I did on not HBO Max? See the Shaq documentary. You gotta see it, man. I don't want to spoil it for you, but he talks about that 
that um, that actual series and yeah. what what went on um, with it. And he, I don't want to spoil it. I ain't gonna say. Sometimes it. it's just fatigue, man. You got to think these seasons are long. It's well, eighty-two regular season games. Then if you play into the playoffs, then you got to remember. If you're an all-star or whatever, you go into Olympics, mm-hmm. so this your body doesn't get rest. Well, I'll tell you this much about what he said. He wasn't in shape, and he admitted it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in shape. He said he he you know off season was off. He wouldn't train. He wouldn't do no practice. He was just I'm not chill. mad at him for that. And he said he came back, and it just you know they made it to the, the final, but he just and I know, think Shaq had to have a little different strategy because. Your body's that big, man. It just yeah. breaks down that, you know, you can only stand so much training and whatever. Whereas I think him and Kobe clashed because Kobe would train nonstop. Yeah, it's like, that's you're why smaller than him, man. Yeah. There's a couple of things he said, which I would like to reveal, but I'm not going to. I'm going to let you watch it and then we can talk about it. When you it. think about like, okay, guys who are Shaq size, Yao Ming, mm-hmm. what he played seven years? Seven years, he had a foot. And, foot, foot and, and of the seven, only half or so. Yeah, of the full season. The Gaskis always yep. hurt. Foot always. problems. So, yeah, with those big men, it's imperative that they get a lot more rest than the smaller guys. So I've always felt they should maybe shorten the NBA season just a little bit. Yeah, it's, a, a, long it's a long season, season and then there's a lot of travel. Like so it's like then like I said, playoffs. You gotta understand these uh, who who got fined recently for sitting the players? Was it the Nets? They went to play A lot of people get fined. They went somewhere and they sat K D, they sat Kyrie and the league was like twenty five thousand dollar fine and I'm like Speaking of which, KD and Kyrie, them motherfuckers been cooking. Been cooking, man. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember the last time I seen Kyrie Irving dunk game, in a game. Street. Ben Simmons is kind of finding his role of like, all right, I'm going to defend and I'm going to pass. When you play around greats, it got to rub off on you at some point and you got to pick up a few things. It's... And I mean, if he wants to be a passer, he's in the perfect lineup. Oh, yeah. Please. KD and Kyrie going to score. Yeah, just play defense, get some boards. And getting Steve um, Nash up out of there because yeah, it wasn't Nash working. admitted on day one, you know, I got my job because of white privilege. Those are his own words. He did say that, yeah. So ever since then, it's been all downhill of like, yeah, man. And then you can see the results. I mean, we don't respect you, and you got to respect. Yeah. Kyrie has more championships than Steve Nash. He does. So KD, does KD. has more championships than <laughs> Steve Nash. So ultimately, when you get to telling them, well, this is what it's like, and what history of that do you have? Mm. And I think, you know, it becomes one of those things where Steve, as good as Steve was, it's a lot like when Magic Johnson coached that. Mm-hmm. Great players can never understand the average player, and I'm that's gonna, the problem. Okay, hold on. I'm going to push back on that just a little bit because you're right about the championships, but Steve Nash was an MVP. Has Kyrie ever been an MVP? Stop. Every, everybody I, yes, knows Phil, that. Phil, Stop. I'm asking you a question. Is, is it a fair I'm point? I'm going to answer if you ever give me a chance. Is it a fair point? It's As, not a fair point because okay. everyone knows that much of Steve Nash admitted that he, he got his head coaching job with no experience as a coach, not an assistant coach, mm-hmm. not a shooting coach, okay. not a coach at all. Mm-hmm. He was at home, and they said, you want to be the head? And boom, this guy has zero experience. So you got to recognize that. Yes. So. But. Hold on. I'm I'm getting to the point. Okay. The point being, everyone knows those. he should have never got two MVPs, just as he admitted that he got his job from white privilege. He got those MVPs from white privilege. Kobe Kobe only having one MVP is fucking criminal. Shaq only having one MVP is fucking criminal. 
like we just said, it three peat it together. I'm not gonna argue the that. last three peat is mm-hmm. them. That's twenty years ago. Right. No yeah. one almost no one wins two championships back to back. Right. And certainly no one wins three back to back. Right. So going back to what we were saying about Shaq and Kobe and running out of gas, they who did they beat? First year they beat my fucking uh Pacers. Is that it was the Pacers. First year they beat the Pacers. They beat the, they beat the Sixers and then they beat the Nets. Right. Then they go against those Pistons and they just run out of gas. They only win one game. Kobe banks the three to save the game. And they get one win. Right. But they damn near got swept. Pretty much. If you watch the series, they were just tired. Yeah. So again, back to uh, who I was just talking about. With Golden State, same thing, you know. They win one. They lose one to LeBron. Mm-hmm. Then they go on a run with Kevin Durant, which was fucking unfair. Everyone knows this. God. And they go to three straight. But like we were just talking about off air, they get hurt. <laughs> KD gets hurt. Clay gets Clay hurt. hurt. Yeah. And then Toronto wins one. So I'm saying, you know, you're going to fucking run out of gas there. And like I said, those MVPs. So I'm, I said all that to say how hard it is to win three in a row. Yeah. That when a team wins three in a row, the MVP is on that fucking team. Mm-hmm. So if you're crazy enough to go here and, and everyone will go, it's a regular season award. Steve Nash never deserved three mother, two motherfucking MVPs. Like I, I said, going back in history, right? LeBron has multiples. Meaning like three or more. Yeah, Jordan. More than two. Jordan, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. But Man, like I said, yeah. Shaq and Kobe are the only champions that you go, what? I'll agree that I don't think Steve Nash deserved two MVPs. It's but criminal. my only reason of bringing that up was that you said that he's never won a ring, so he can't teach him how to win. I'm like, well, he never won a ring, but he won. He better I don't wanna, never. Hold on, I don't want to argue the point of did he deserve that first or second MVP. My only issue, my only point is you said he can't teach him how to win because he's never won. Fair. But at the same time, he's also been the voted the best player in the NBA, whether or not you agree with it. And yes, he can, should be able to coach Someone who's won a championship because I've been the best player as voted on by the sports writers. You're nuts. Okay. Why Maybe. didn't it work then? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. It didn't work because he's never been a coach. So you don't know what that takes. And then like I'm telling you, I'm them boys is only going to listen to somebody who can say, I got the thing. Well, even And I so- mean, Jock Vaughn may not have it, but Jock Vaughn has coaching experience. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I'll agree when with you that come point. in and you don't even know how to run a fucking practice, and then like I'm telling you, you think Steve Nash can look at uh, Kevin Durant and go, I got two MVPs, you only got one. KD gonna look at him and go, boy, stop playing with me. <laughs> when, when KD tore his Achilles, he uh. still cooked Steve Nash. Like I said, Steve Nash was a good player. Steve was not, I'd, I'd argue Steve wasn't great. Steve ran around out there with the Suns and threw out all sorts of assists, never played any fucking defense. I don't think they ever made it past the second round. What? That's some bad luck one year. Mari got hurt. But like I'm saying, if a black player plays Steve Nash style of play, they'll go, he's selfish, he's this, or not that he's selfish, but just that it's just fun. They do that all the time. Jason Kidd. Should have had one of those fucking MVPs too. 
fucking Nets from worst to first. Stop playing with me, bro. Don't all right, all right, all right. Like, all right. Yeah, Nash, come on, man. We are, we are, we gonna, we're, I'm going to find something. I'm, I'm going to get you. If the dude admitted that he got his job from white privilege, and these are his words, not mine, mm-hmm. then you can't see that he got those MVPs for, for the same reason. I think he played his ass off that first year that he won the, the And mind you, if he's, he's played his ass admitting, off. if he's admitting this in the year 2018, mm-hmm. Then how much do you think that helped him back then? Oh, in in two thousand and three, super trying to sound woke if you ask me, but um, well, it's true. But I don't know though. You don't get a coaching job with zero experience, meaning everyone for the most part, with a, with the exception of I think Jason Kidd, was an assistant. Was a ball boy or, or did in college? Was a video room guy went and coached a year or two in college. Like I said, you don't fucking get a pro coaching job with and knowing that you got Katie Kyrie mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. Usually, nigga, you about to coach the Orlando Magic. Well, we all know who's coaching the Nets next year. Ola, uh, what's his name from the Celtics? Uh, Udoka. Udoka gonna be there next year, and I guess Jock is gonna find a new job somewhere else. You better cut that out, Jock Lonster coach. Don't don't say that. I, I didn't. The Nets said it. They got well, him next year. Determined? No, they didn't. You can't do that. They, they they gave him the job. They hired him. They got him. They did not hire Emi Udoka. They told you at the end. They said we just can't have all of this. Controversy. So they on. didn't hire him? No, it's Jock Vaughn. Because I knew he was suspended. All right. Jock Vaughn, former player, former assistant, Jock they, they went opposite of the direction they were going. The direction they were going was Sean Marks spoke out in the summer and said, Look, we got the inmates are running the asylum, and we've got to flip that energy. So in going forward, they let Jock Vaughn be it. And like I said, MA's got all that controversy and whatever around him. No, they're not hiring him. And at the mm. end, they were like, yeah, we looked at him, but we don't need any more controversy over here. That's what I like about this podcast. Out of the two of us, at least one of us will know the right answer. And uh other one may or may not get it right. Okay, that's all. Yeah, that's why it's called But I Don't Know. That. I don't know everything. A couple episodes ago, you were like, yeah, man, the heater in first. <laughs> And you were looking at last year. I was looking at last year's stuff. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What are you we ain't even played 20 games yet? What are you talking about? I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, you're looking at last year. It happens. It happens. I ain't perfect. But yeah, okay. Steve Nash is gone. Yeah. No surprise. The Nets are playing well. Much better, yeah, that's fair. You know, um, Kyrie's cooking. KD's cooking and mm-hmm. Ben is throwing some assists. Mm-hmm. Even my man TJ Warren out there cooking. Oh yeah, TJ Warren. Played in a couple years because of his bad knee injuries, but maybe he'll he get was, back to old we, form. We called him Bubble Kobe. When, sure did. When they had the bubble going during the oh, pandemic. Man, he was cooking for my paces. Fifty point game and all. I knew he was going to be good when I seen him when he didn't he used to play for the Suns. Yeah, yeah, he was he was throwing up, he putting up buckets there too. I was like, all right, yeah, he just got some game. He really went next level in that bubble. And like yeah, he I did. said he really hasn't played since. Yeah, injuries, knee problems. And that sucks. About two years, but like I said, never be the, the same again. He's in that role where all you got to do is cook, man. <laughs> Hit the shot when I pass. I mean, it you to saying you. it never be the same, but KD is the same, ain't he? Cooking. Yeah. Now we know KD is rare, but I'm just saying. The technology better, and if you yeah. if you actually don't play, meaning TJ didn't play, 
Yeah, let your body heal up. Let your body heal up. You'll be all right. Everybody's game isn't predicated on, you know, if you're athletic. Yeah. So, like, Derrick Rose lost something in, within the injuries. But if you're 6'8 and can score, you're still 6'8 and can score. Yeah, he's uh, – Derrick Rose is one of those players. Like, he, he won the MVP and then, like – Best best ever, youngest ever MVP. Yeah, no, he deserved that. Um, so. But he – I think he's kind of coming back to his old self, but it, I just – Well, he's he kept his speed, yeah. but you don't retain that super athletic jumping ability. Is, uh, and you see it with, like, a Jama Rant now. Yeah, you get yeah. nervous every time he goes up there because you go, damn. It's what's going to happen. One day Rose went up there and never came back. But that's that's what happened to Baron Davis, and I think that's also what happened to Blake Griffin. No, um, no Baron, Baron could still bang it. Now, Blake, you're right. Blake's been grounded to knee problems. Caught he up got hit him. with that child support. Oh, no. His knees was never the same. <laughs> he couldn't handle the weight. <laughs> he did. Look up, he got hit with child support and then uh, looked up his dunks. Oh. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> moving on here. Let's get to our first advice of the new year. And we got some got some doozies here, Philly. You ready? Yeah. If you have advice, you need advice, you need help, Come to the. don't go to the pros. All right? Come to me and Phil. We'll help you. Okay, we're not experts. We tell it like a TI is. Can work for you or don't work for you. Either way, it's not going to cost you a $50 copay. You know, this is free. All right, for right now. All right, so first question we got in the new year. How can I get someone to stop being naked in a gym locker room? <laughs> That's a problem. But it's a locker room, so where else are you supposed to be naked at? Uh, our community workout center provides showers and locker rooms for our swimming pool. We have a small family locker area, but most youngsters come into either the men's or women's locker areas. One woman insists on walking around naked, the shower area and locker area. She even stands naked in front of the mirror as she dries her hair. Some of the members of our exercise class have stopped using locker room just so they don't have to encounter this free spirit. Is there a way to politely get her to cover up? No. <laughs> No. See, because I'm thinking if a man did that, they have his ass arrested after it, a while. But no, like, no. Sir, sir. In the men's locker room? They got showers no, in there. No, I'm saying it becomes a women's rights issue. Whereas with a man, that's public nudity, brother. There's children here. Cover mm -hmm. yourself up or you will be removed. So I'm saying they're going to have to be more creative in getting her to do it. I mean, it's... it's you see, come on. You see Freedom Nipple on Instagram. I mean, it's the locker room. Where where are you supposed to change at? Where are you supposed to get? Right, but from what it sounds like now, here's what I'm trying to understand: is it is it she's in the women's locker room, yes. or is it a shared? Area? No, no, no. It's not. It's it's specifically a women's. Because I was gonna say honestly, like you said, where else are you supposed to be naked at? And then, like I'm saying, if it's all women, then it's just like whatever. They're young girls. This is who they'll become, or they'll. You know, so, yeah, I'm more with you on this. I don't understand why this is such an I'm issue. I'm not sure. Because then they also go, well, how long is she in there? Here, here's my... just let her go first or last, and then there's no issue. Well, so that's that, a way. maybe suggest to her, yeah. Hey, no. you mind just going, go like, no. stay in the pool 10 minutes longer and then go in there. I'm, I'm just going to talk about what I do in the locker room. When I go into a locker room, I mind my damn business. I yeah. don't stare at nobody. 
I'm not watching nobody. If this dude is naked, all I need to see is a hint of flash of some skin, and then my eyes are straight in my locker. I don't look left, I don't look right. I carry, put on what I got to do, and leave. Well, that's what, what I'm I saying. It's kind of generally understood that even if you are naked, you're not naked for long. No, put it's clothes like, on. All right, pants off, pants on. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's how like she... she is more of the variety who's just sitting there naked. Or maybe she just doesn't care, like, you like know. she's at home. Yeah. And it's like, you ain't at home, sis. Well, I would say, like, you... I feel like you... Because she's doing it in the women's locker room, you can't really say nothing to her. Yeah, this woman sounds like she don't know how to mind her own fucking business. That's one. But two, also, I would have to understand how long is she in there. Because, like I'm saying, I would think you could just... Hey, my kids, you're kind of naked all the time. It's becoming awkward. Could you just give us 10 minutes to get our stuff on and get out? I don't know how you ask somebody. But I understand I your point. I know I just how like, you ask somebody. You fucking ask them. That's like, I feel that's like asking someone to not make it stink as much when they take a shit. Like, you no, can't really stop that. Okay. You know what I mean? We in here. Can you stop stinking up the bathroom that's when we in here? Come on. Because like I'm saying... It's what you're subjecting other people to. It's one thing that you're comfortable, that's fine. But maybe it's making me uncomfortable. And like I said, A, I think depending upon the amount of time, she could mind her own business. Because we all have that one guy at the gym who, yes, you go, bro, like I said. Yeah, butt naked? Yes, we're naked, but there's you can put a towel on. Seriously. Oof. And then if you want to sit there for 10 extra minutes, because you put, put some boxes banging on extra hard on the bench or whatever, then fine. But put the fucking towel, put some boxes on. But then there's these weirdos who every now and then you do walk in and you go, this motherfucker butt naked? <laughs> yep. And he's just walking around. Walking from the shower. Like, it's like my man. Seriously. Now, mind you, that becomes an issue because I'm not there at the same time as he is every day. Yeah. But if I was, it'd be like, hey, bro, listen, I'm glad you're comfortable naked. I am uncomfortable with you naked. You better so if you don't mind, you either go before me or after me. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just and getting then you can in. Do your butt nakedness and stand uh, in the mirror. And that's what she made it sound weird. She's That's in the weird. Mirror. That is weird. She's doing a bit doing much. her hair. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. That is weird. But everything else, I'm like, I'm just, I'm not saying sounds, nothing to nobody. I mind my being business. A little extra. So, like I said, I would suggest that she pull her aside and just say, like I said, especially if there's children involved. I'm like, hey, I understand that we may be the same gender, and you know they're gonna have tits and ass too. But could you please just? Go before or after us. That's all. And that's the thing. I'm opposed to, not opposed to making anybody uncomfortable or imposing on anybody. But I am opposed to maybe a little separation of like, hey, separate church and state here. All right. Well, this you can stay in the pool 10 minutes longer or we can leave early. Let us know what works for you. I, I just earlier, leave th later. This is where Phil and I are going to disagree. Ma'am, I think you just need to handle your business and get out of there as quickly as possible. Stay away from the weirdos. Just, you know, maybe the one thing I'll give Phil is that, yeah, maybe go on before or after. But other than that, don't say nothing. Just get your stuff and get out. Okay, Miles, turn mm -hmm. the game saving block there. What's the score?
112, 109. So mm. I think we got it. We got less than 10 seconds don't, left. Don't jinx it. Some free throws going. I done seen some last minute games recently that they put up wild shots and they go in. Which that's the thing. Everybody's been talking about Miles on the expiring contract. He's not going He's nowhere. a center who can shoot threes and yeah. can block shots. So three and D. Real good. So the Lakers are covet Miles and Buddy Hill, apparently, allegedly. So there's He's been not all these more. trade rumors, but I'm hoping we keep them. I think well, if y'all show him the money, Miles. show him the money. Open the checkbook. Yeah, that's the, the thing. We were supposed to have DeAndre Ayton. Mm. So like oh yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, they matched. Oh, that's right. Because I remember it was. Oh no, I was like, oh damn! Remember I said to but you, yo, y'all got DeAndre. Interesting yeah. because he's super experienced. He's not like Embiid or Jokic, but he's. Solid at what he brings, uh, Aiden, and I think he plays winning basketball. But yeah, yeah, Turner with the game saving block. Like I said, okay. Plumley had a dunk, and Turner just smashed that shit. Let's see what happened. Ten seconds, a lot of time. No, um, that's not. We got this. We up like four. All right, let's get to the next question. Not a lot of time for the Hornets. Let's get to the next question <laughs> since you're uh, since you're right. confident. Let's next see if question. you can answer this while watching that. Um, isn't it? And this is a question. Isn't it insulting when servers ask? Just you when I'm eating at a restaurant by myself. That's the question. <laughs> I am a widow and I miss my husband very oh. much. We used to go out to dinner together often. I have friends I have dinners with, but sometimes I go out by myself. Every time I do, after I say I'm dining alone, the host or the hostess asks, just you? Is it like an insult? Just me? Like I need a reminder that I am alone without a husband. Oh. I recently mentioned this to a friend who told me he experiences the same thing when he dines alone. He too considers it insulting. Please share with this with readers who work in the hospitality industry. It's not really a question either. Yeah. Um, I don't think that just you as an insult. It's 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 the restaurant business. It's people, the waiters. They just want to know if they see you. Yeah, hey, just you. Okay, great. I have. A table for you I over here. Just get one menu, and yeah, they're just trying to figure out how many. Yeah, it's not. I think she's sensitive to the issue because she is. It is a just widow. you, yeah, but they don't know that. And they're that's just... fair. I think you, as a waiter, then have to kind of adjust for the older demographic, and maybe oh, not remind. No, seriously, this, this is seriously. You have to adjust for the older demographic and say, okay, if somebody looks elderly, maybe I don't want to remind them that they're alone. But if a motherfucker's 20, it's just like, hey, you just by yourself, bro. Because you could just sit at the bar. Because then she'll say that, like, well, what's what's the right way to say that? How many how many seats do you need? Then she'll be like, oh, that, you, you're reminding me that I'm widowed. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. But like I said, I think as a waiter or, or anybody in a service job, you can't keep the same script for everybody. Meaning... Look, listen, I get that the waiter doesn't mean any harm. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to do their job, which like I, like we're saying, I need to know how many people I'm seating and I need to know how many menus to grab, how many cups of water, whatever. So I'm just trying to get information. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I do think at a certain point, you kind of have to adjust your script a little to say, all right, this person's 70. Maybe I don't want to remind them that they're alone. So how because do you, like she said, how do you ask them? What, what's what's the way to say it? What do you think is the way to say it? Well, it's like asking somebody, you know, telling somebody that their breath stinks. That it's not an easy thing to kind of get without just going, "Are you by yourself?" Yeah, do I need? And like I said, everybody under sixty, I think that's an easy, fair question. 
Yeah, it's just me, bro. All right, bro. We got a seat at the bar. You you gonna sit at the bar? You good? Da, 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 da. Uh, okay, we want a table. All right, well, uh, sit you here. Da, 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 you know, just but over sixty. Yeah, you are right. kind of reminding them that. I think this is a greater issue of people uh, personalizing things that aren't need, meant to be personalized. Yeah, it's definitely too much. sensitive on there. We have to, uh, but I do. You, you want to be sensitive to what their situation is, but also you're just doing trying your to job. get the information. That's it. But how I many, how many tables? How many chairs? I understand the sensitivity. All right. Well, this one's a From push. The old woman. She's widowed. Phil, so I get it. Phil and I are in agreement on some of this issue, but and we'll call it a push. Good luck to you. Like I said, I think the waiter can somewhat adjust their script a little, even though, like I said, it's going to be tough to get that information. Yeah. <laughs> Without I welcome. How many menus do you need today? Are we expecting additional guests? They got to know how many cups they got to put out. That's, oh, I need two more cups. So they'll just say, ah, oh, just one. And there we go. I think it's all about the connotation of the words you use. Are we expecting more guests? I think it's better than. You're alone. <laughs> Comes off more like an accusation. Well, well, she, she said just you? Comes off more like an accusation. I, I just said just you tonight? You're alone. <laughs> that's how, that's how she's taking it. And then the woman goes, damn, I am alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get, you know, I think, yeah, it might take a little more words. But, yeah, I think there's a way to accommodate that. And like I yeah. said, as long as we can acknowledge that we're being sensitive, mm -hmm. that the person understands that's a you problem. Yeah, it's cool. That's my thing. And you know what, man? Maybe you should do is maybe just get one of the microwave dinners and avoid it altogether. You can save your money. Let's go to the store and get you dinner. get your hungry man. Hungry That's a half man, a pound of food. If you're alone, That's a half a pound of food a day. That's hungry a man dinner. Fill you up. Nobody ask you any questions. Just you, the cat, and the TV. And Salisbury steak. There baby. you go. That, that, the hungry man's was good. I don't know yeah, about you. I was like ten. I tear up some sounds. That steak. man, that apple pie. I've had apple that shit pie. since I've been an adult. Hell yeah, no, you can't. This <laughs> <laughs> is no good you for bring you. Bring me a real steak, or you get oh. beat the hell up. What is this? You know what I used to hate. You, you would heat it up, and parts of it would still be cold. Oh, that, somehow that food would still be busted. Mix yeah. up a little corn and, you know, get the Other corn right. I was thinking about that kid cuisine, the brownie. Yes, yes. Oh, those that were good. That lava brownie. Yeah. Burn like, it hot. Cool. Out of that. It was always hotter than yeah, everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mashed potatoes still cold. Yeah. Little <laughs> riblet things still cold. cold in the middle. With the brownie hot brownie as hell. scorching hot. You done ate the little riblet, ate the fucking mashed potatoes, worked your way over to, through the applesauce or corn, whatever was there. Yeah. Got over to the brownie, it's still hot. Burn your mouth hot. It only took one time to burn your mouth on that before you was like, all right, use with caution. You know, I, 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 I miss those. Oh, I miss those. You should be busting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt pizza, like a chef, right? Pizza joint. My mama never let me use the stove, but I was I was allowed to use the microwave. I think that's what it was. It was that you were taking care yeah, of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I got just not hungry. Let me go get my old bill. Well, I'm gonna have to <laughs> steak, chicken, beef. I do the chicken. Uh -huh. You know, you want some chicken? Uh, you tell your sister you want some chicken. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull the kid cuisines out. Let me yeah, heat you up. Yeah, I got you. Five minutes, man. Good. Bring back kid. Do they still have kid cuisine? I think they do. I think our adult eyes just don't see them. I might have to go get some and try it. Got see it's do you? Well, I got. Do kid. you see kid? Yeah, I have a kid. A I D. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm saying when you got and he's not. He's not that age. That age yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, our adult eyes, I think, just miss him. 
but I think they're still there. I'm going to have to try one to see if it's as good as I remember. <laughs> Just to see but if it's like, you know what I mean? Like they taste like salty and I might not be able to eat you it. No, it's not. It's uh, not as good as Don't ruin this for me, Phil. Don't ruin this for me, Phil. Uh, last questions, and we got to get out of here because uh, someone's got a show tonight. Yeah, got some spots. Got a couple spots. Last question. Uh, should I tell my teenage daughter I'm planning to cut her off financially in five months? Hey. Mm. I've decided to cut off my daughter once she's finished high school, which will be just over five months from now. She didn't do anything wrong. I'm not eager to be rid of her, and I could easily continue to provide her basic needs, but I won't. Mm. I myself lived with my parents into my 20s. But I feel like this did me no favors. I've come to believe in sink or swim and hard knock life philosophy. So please don't argue about this decision. My only question is when and how to deliver this news to my daughter. I don't want to ruin her birthday or the rest of her senior year. So I may wait until after graduation to tell her she's on her own. <laughs> I've been trying to instill frugality, budgeting and saving. But my daughter doesn't yet know how important that will be for her. If she knew now, she might be better prepared. But I can see how the stress from this might actually be detrimental. My daughter and I have a tender, loving relationship, and I'm sure she will be surprised to find out she's being turned away. Or maybe she'll surprise me and fly the nest without being pushed. She actually told me months ago that I shouldn't pay for college. This is actually what got me started down this road. I hope to still have a relationship with her after this, but I will understand if she doesn't speak to me for a while. Should I continue to gently lead my daughter towards independence without letting on that it will be forced or do I need to inform her now that she will be on her own come summer? Again, my decision is firm in that regard, so please don't argue there. Why do you keep bringing up the fact that your decision is firm in that regard? That like you don't want any judgment? Because at some point or some level, she knows that what she's doing is kind that's of messed up. up. Yeah, that's you keep, why I keep saying I don't the decision has been made. Now, hold on. This is a mom? This is a mom. This is a mom. Yeah. Now, I want to think about when my mother was in high school and college in the 70s here in New York City. She told me they didn't have to pay for college because no one was going. It was free, and the only thing I had to pay for was books. So she went to school for free. She got an education for free. Fast forward to me now, going to school and college, we had to pay. It's a racket. It's, it's a racket, but we had to pay. And so I know she said she don't want to be judged on that, but I just don't. It's a different time. Like milk is no longer a dollar. Gas is not 75 cents. Things are more expensive and it's a much harder world than what you grew up in. So while I understand your decision, telling your daughter that she's got five months to figure it out because she's on her own is unfair because she's not prepared. Clearly, you haven't done enough of a job preparing. I've tried to gently lead her down the path to living on her own. Gently. If she knew she was going to be kicked out at the end of the year, I'm sure she would have been way more prepared. And you gently teaching her budgeting is not helping her because that's not fair. Because now she's got less than five months to get everything together before she has to figure out how she's going to pay rent, feed herself. If she wants to go to school, how she going to pay for that? And you want your kid to be out on the streets? No. I think you're wrong, ma'am. You want to know what's the best time to tell her? Tell her right now. If you want to do it, do it like a band-aid so she can at least start getting ready. And you maybe you can help her before you cut her off. I just it's 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 a you this tough love thing, it don't it, it don't work like that. You can't tough love a kid and tell him, all right, I'm putting you out. Uh hope you save some money. Good luck. Yeah, I think it's best in half measures, and I mean there is something to the older way, even like you brought up the 70s of like, remember a lot of men used to, either you went to college or you went to the military. There you go. Because we didn't want you getting to be 26 and still living in the basement. 
So it was no half measures. It was like they pushed you out of the nest. It is, it is now, the unfortunate yeah. thing is when you push somebody out of the nest, they may hit the ground. And some kids will bounce back up. But then there are those who never bounce back up. Yeah. You just pushed them out the nest and they hit the ground and that was it. End up in so jail. I'm saying that to say, yeah, end up living a life of crime, hooked on drugs, whatever, who knows. But yeah, it just seems like she knows she's making a bad decision. Yeah. That's why she keeps and, saying you that. You know, it's been proven that, you know, a lot of the kids who are pushed out, they do find a way to survive, but they never achieve their full potential. Because they're not allowed to really dream because it's like, well, I got a thousand dollar rent I got to cover. So I guess I just work at the gas station for the next 16 years. Damn. And, you know, so I'm saying that to say, you know, give her maybe a nice buffer period of three years and tell her, hey, three years from now, I'm never helping you again. So figure it out. And then kind of slowly wean her off. And 18 isn't very old. No, it's it's, 18's. Yeah, you qualify as an adult. I didn't leave the house till 19. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, I'm like, I would have stayed another year or two. I was out here being fast, <laughs> trying to be grown, trying to have some little girlies at the crib, drink a little something. Mm-hmm. But I said it to say, like I said, if I could go back and do it, I would have stayed at the, in the nest till about 21. I just want to bring up also that the letter writer also says she lived with her parents till she was into her 20s. So it's like. Right. So it's like you're being a hypocrite a little bit. A little bit. But maybe she went to college. So she's saying, you know, I just want her to do something. And then, like I said, we all know we got to be a little more careful with the girls than the boys that, like I said, you know, us hitting the ground and bouncing back up is a little bit different than. You know, a girl who goes, well, shit, I had to strip to survive. So it's like, oh, that, that, you know, for some people, harms your soul. And it can be, what's the word I'm looking for? It can kind of throw you off path for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, there are some women who say they enjoy stripping, so we we not discouraging that mm-hmm. either. There's mm-hmm. some who say mm-hmm. it's a career and that they love it, no, and so it, well, it does well, that well, when too. When it's guys' night out, we need we need some of them to be working. So, yes, but yes. I'm just saying, yes. you know, there. You know, I watched this story. Uh, what was this called on Netflix? But it was about a guy who was a, basically a serial killer in New York you? or in New Jersey. Shut the fuck up. Wait, wait, that one, that's the wrong one. That guy's a stalker. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our serial killer. Uh, he's a serial killer. Come on, I can get no, it. I can get on. it. I can get it. Yeah, I'm gonna Give me some more clues. Title, but more clues. What I wanted to say was, and I mean, this was in the 70s. So, you know, this was pre-OnlyFans, pre-all that shit. Hold on, I'm going to give it to you because I know you're going to start right. guessing. Give me one more. It's just going to get crazy and I'm going to be like, bro, not talking about Give me one more. One more guess. One more guess. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. It's a serial killer. Is based in New York. Uh, it's nothing to do with Ted Bundy, right? Uh, no, no, not Jeffrey Dahmer. None of them all famous. Right. All right, I give it. None of them super famous people. The Night Stalker. No, no, not even the Night Stalker. He was in L.A. Times but... Square serial killer. Yes. Oh, I got it! I got it! Oh shit! So I got it! Oh, 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 I got it! Okay, you got That's it. That's exciting. There's no prizes, sir. Okay. Jesus. It's exciting. I, I was you right. Get the Mega Millions. I feel like I won. I got one right. So, <laughs> what I was saying was... Celebrate the small wins. What I was saying was, <laughs> that guy was murdering hookers. Yeah. So, they kind of did some background on who these girls were. 
and they were run away, you know, mm -hmm. pushed out the house at 16. Yeah. Some of them made the decision. Some of them, you know, had no choice. My mom was a gypsy or whatever. So, yeah. I'm saying that to say you got to be careful with your girls. Absolutely. You, you push them out the house at 18. It's no wonder, you know, whose arms or what you're pushing them into. So, yeah. Be this, a little, this hard not life is. Like I said, maybe give her a nice three-year grace yeah. period of, hey, by 21, I want you about her fully. Okay, let's figure out what steps we need to take towards that. And like I said, 18, you, you, yeah, you're by the law considered an adult. Right. You can go off to war, but you can't drink. Mm -hmm. Still a lot of gray area mm -hmm, mm -hmm. within that, mm -hmm. you know, that you get all the way, you know, even at 21. You're still a young adult that, you know, people have made some pretty dumb fucking decisions at 21. Absolutely. So, like I said, really 25 is probably the age that, like, once somebody tells me, oh, he's 25, oh, you grown, dog, feel sorry for your ass at all. Yeah. Which is interesting, and I mean, I'll bring this up and we'll close on this, but the rapper TK or whatever, how old is he is what I'm wondering, but recently he came out and kind of said... Dog, I wish I could just had a chance at adulthood. He's got like a life sentence. Okay, he is 22 years old. Yeah. And he was like, I wish I had a chance at adulthood. And like a lot of people said, because he's got sentenced to 55 years. I remember and, that. I saw that too. And like a lot of people said, hey, man, that dude you killed, wish he had a chance at adulthood too. So fuck it, it is what it is, you got 22 years, or 55 years, mm -hmm. and he's 22 years old, and yeah, he said, he tweeted, you know, I really just need one chance at adulthood, and you go, it's too late, youngin. Yeah. You, you made a grown man decision to murder somebody. You gotta deal with that. It is what it is, kid. And he was like, I bet if I was a white kid, they wouldn't have gave me, and you go, yeah, what you're saying is true. But, but uh, and you, you ain't a white kid, and you knew you that when you did what you did. So. Yeah. And that's one thing I don't like with the laws. People, oh, well, well, you know, they punish black people harder. Yeah. And that's why you shouldn't have done that shit. So. Absolutely correct. But I said that to say, you know, yeah, 25, <laughs> 18 is so young. Don't push it. And they find that, I think they do find that people do better in life when, when they're allowed to kind of have those years at home. You know, 23, a lot of C ups and stuff when they do the thing. It's like, yeah, either they in college in the dorm or we'll get, kind of give us some time to float around. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you just push your kids out the nest, like I said, you never know. But that's that's all I wanted to say on that. All right. Well, we, we come to the end of the episode. Um, I hope all of you had a happy holiday season and a, and a you know, very happy new year and very prosperous new year and all good, that. Good luck with your new year's revolution. Please do your best you can. Be good people. Save some money and tell a friend to like, share and subscribe this podcast because we got some big surprises coming. We're going to be back at uh, WTF Studios more filming some more video episodes. Go subscribe, go watch us on all the platforms. We're not on iHeartRadio. We're also on Apple, uh, not uh, Apple, Amazon. We're on Amazon Music and a bunch of other platforms. So like, share, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. They can follow us at But I Don't Know Though Pod. And I'm going to follow Phil's philosophy. I am not going to spell that out for you because if you don't know how to spell it, you're probably not smart enough to be listening to this podcast. So don't. But I don't know though pod on Instagram.
Follow me, Avery Mason Official, on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Please make sure to follow Phil at I am Phil Hunt per his policy. If you can't spell, don't bother. Just listen. And we'll see y'all next week. New episodes every Tuesday. Thank you. We out. You have been listening to But I Don't Know, though, hosted by Avery Mason and Phil Hunt. Please follow the show at But I Don't Know, though, pod on Instagram, spelled B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O-P-O-D. You can also follow Avery Mason at Avery Mason Official on Instagram and TikTok and The Avery Mason on Twitter. Make sure to follow Phil Hunt at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. We record live at WTF Media Studios in the heart of New York City on Canal Street. And if you like the show, please do us a favor. Like the episode, share it with your friends, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. New episodes every Tuesday. But I don't know.